acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily Podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. Breathing. Right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season show us big risk can yield big rewards, like Rob Riley, the creative head of one of the world's leading advertising firms. I try to create environments where anybody can say anything without any judgment. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast. We're just two unapologetically black women with an opinion who talk back. What's up, y'all? Thank you for tuning in for a new episode of We Talk Back, a show dedicated to you dreamers and chasers. Yes, I love it. What's up, y'all? It's your co-host, AJ Holiday. Your great AJ. What's up, Tam? Hey, y'all. It's me, Tam Bam. I love y'all. I love you, too, AJ. How are I you? love you more. I'm dead meat. No, you're not, bitch. Oh, I'm scared. <laughs> y'all, I got scammed. I got scammed out my money, man. Y'all pray for me. <laughs> Niggas looking for me. Ain't nobody looking for you. You better be looking for niggas, because you know I'm a whole pet detective, bitch. Then I found a nigga, uh, whole um, track record. Right. Well, we're going to have to hunt this nigga down. Listen, I am not somebody that can be easily scammed. The way I be looking up shit and trying to figure shit out about people, like, I need to know all the shit, especially depending on how much yeah, we talking. Yeah, it was money for me to be too lax with it, honestly. It's just because of who it was going through 
I just thought it was like legitimate. Uh, yeah, because we've had so much successful business together that this time I just assumed it was more of the same. Baby, they done they done took me out of house and home. If y'all love me, send me a couple of dollars to my cash out. <laughs> the money sign tells vanity. <laughs> you better say that clear, bitch. Money sign. <laughs> Tim's vanity. <laughs> oh, I feel like Smokey, y'all. I feel like Big Word coming to get me. Times is hard. Like, everybody fucking struggling. So you got to be careful. Because I think even regular people out here doing some shit they wouldn't normally do. A lot of bitches is taking $40 around this time. Right. Like, Christmas coming up, bitch. If I get dealt with, I get dealt with. Nah, man. How was your weekend anyway? How was our weekend? The weekend was lit. The weekend was lit. Mine was partially lit, y'all. Y'all know I don't be outside for real. And anybody who uh, listens to this show know I be in the house. Yeah, me and AJ (laughs) was supposed to have a fun-filled weekend. (laughs) Starting with Friday night, we hosted uh, the return of main event party uh, hosted by us. Right. It was produced by Peanut and Stress Be Short. But... (laughs) Baby, we had fun that night. We was in there cutting up on the mic. That was Friday. Then, I think Friday night. Mm-hmm. I ain't see AJ no more than just now. <laughs> <laughs> no, bitch, you saw me on Sunday. We did a photo shoot on oh, Sunday. Yeah. I saw her Sunday for the hour, and she came in like, I still sick. Okay, I want to blame Sam, because he bought us some big-ass cups of fucking Casamigos, and... I, I've learned my lesson. I can't do that shit and I cannot do Patron. Like, if it's not Don Julio or like some. I can do Milagro. Brown. What about Milagro? I never had that. You should try that one. That one yeah. goes down smooth. I never had that. Um, I can't drink it. Like, I can't have a bowel movement on these liquors. So now it's just sitting in my fucking stomach all fucking weekend. Mm-hmm. I'm eating, drink all Friday night. Tammy like, let's take a shot. I'm like, bitch, this is a shot. On top of that. (laughs) No, bitch. It's not a shot if it got ice in it. It is still a shot to me. Like we had just gotten a cup. And you was like, let's take a shot on top of the shot. I'm like, I got one big shot. Chase the shot with this cup of icy liquor. No, she trying to chase a shot with a cup of liquor. What are we doing? I put a little tap of juice in mine. And see, I know my body don't process liquor the same way anymore. So I be getting like really fucked up. Like, and I can't, I couldn't function. Did you go anywhere on Saturday? After that? Did y'all go to the strip club? No, we did. We oh, did yeah, go to the so strip club. That's a real strip club, you know. Oh, yeah. What's the name of it? I forgot. Rose Gold. Rose Gold. Y'all, we went to Rose Gold. They don't get bucket naked in there. But mm-hmm. I was trying to get the cute bitches in the section we was in. I was like, yo, just wait. I'm going to try to get y'all up here. <laughs> Cause they had some fucking rats. Oh yeah, up there. There's always a few. And I'm like, the cute girls is like sitting at the step, wanting to get up here. Mm-hmm. Like I want them up here, not these fucking hood rats. But they probably got the better bodies. Yes, they did. Yeah. No, not the the girls that was in the section did not have the better bodies. Oh, they the just cute was girls. Quicker. They was hustling. Quicker. Yeah. Apparently, one of the girls it was her birthday, so she rented out one of the sections. Oh, the so they stripper? wouldn't, yeah. So the oh, niggas well. had to bring the other girls up there if they wanted them up there. Damn, y'all. Come well, I went to another lit. bar. I went to a bar after that, and then the next morning I got up, I uh, had breakfast and got dressed and went to the game. Had so much fun at the game. Got to see all the people. Everybody was like, "Where AJ? Where AJ? She on the way? Where AJ? Oh, she on the way? 
<laughs> Where AJ? She said she on the way. Like I just told everybody that you were on the way. But that's you lying to people because the bitch telling motherfuckers I'm on the way and you ain't talk to me. <laughs> I just assumed you was on the way. <laughs> I was on the way to sleep. When I tell you, I probably slept. Oh my I goodness. did get up. I did get up, and I probably went back into bed like four o'clock. So from about four to four to eight. I was real live sleeping until end of tailgating for y'all. Yeah, I got to the tailgate at two and I left there like eight. Then I went home, ate some, ate some, my plate, took a shower, changed clothes, back outside. I and, couldn't do it. And I stayed out till like I regret three. it Because I haven't, I haven't been to homecoming since 2016. And I really wanted to go out there and tailgate. I know because it was probably a like hundred different little cookouts. Yeah, it was like a hundred little cookouts that everybody giving you food, right? Mm -hmm. And dancing. It was just such a good time. I peed between two trucks. Like I Yo, did what I had okay. to do. Then Sunday, <laughs> I got up. We did a photo shoot. Those pictures will be out soon, y'all. They're gonna be so cute. Yeah. Then I went by the state fair, but I couldn't get in because the line was just too long. Oh, we did try to go to the fair on Saturday night. Mm-hmm. We tried to go, but you had to be there before nine fifteen. It was open until midnight, but yeah. you had to like get in. Yeah, before yeah. nine fifteen. Then I drove back to Charlotte and then got dressed, did another photo shoot for a car company out here. Mm -mm. Then went to STK. Then went to a bar alone because my friends didn't show up, so I was pissed off at them. Shame. So my weekend was completely jam packed, fun filled. Yes. Yeah, I gotta be mentally prepared to go outside. And a lot of times I'm just not like yeah. I did the one thing I came to Columbia to do. The one thing. <laughs> no, you did the two. Because you did the photo shoot. Oh, too. right. Yeah. Yeah. The, the very important things. Not saying homecoming isn't important, but y'all listen, I'm not a real alumni. I've been in college because I do not have my degree. <laughs> but shit, I got enough student loans that says I got a degree. Okay. But yeah, that's my uh, school too. But anyway, let's get into stupid internet news. Let's get to it. Did you see this fool, Brian McKnight? Brian McFucking fool ass <laughs> nigga. I'm so mad at him. Brian McNugget. <laughs> Why is he doing his kids like this? So the, the internet is currently slamming Brian McKnight for legally changing his name to match his newborn's son name, despite having uh, Brian McKnight already. So now his son, you know, the son took the high road. I don't think I would have. Mm -mm. You know what I'm saying? So I guess he he raised, or whoever raised the kids did a pretty good job. Yeah. Because he's trying mother. to erase his past, as far he's as I'm concerned. One last cry <laughs> before I leave you all behind. <laughs> he don't give a fuck. He left his kids behind like that. Mm -hmm. is wild. That yeah. is wild. So, uh... He goes to Instagram and he says he's so proud to introduce his son, Brian uh, Kinoa Makoa Jr. Sounds Hawaiian, right? Yeah, it does. Yeah. Uh, the Back at One singer, 54, captioned a snap of the infant's face on Instagram Friday to the world with the release of my new album, Loving, Lovingly Created for Him Jr., because I am also proud to officially announce that I have legally changed my name to exactly match my legacies so he's calling this new child his legacy but he has adult children so the original brian mcknight jr posted to his story uh saying i'm ashamed 
excuse me, he says, I'm not ashamed of the name my ancestors had. I'll never change the name my own son now has. So now he has a third, third. right? We are witnessing an obscene level of self-hate that has reached mental illness status at this point. All we can do is pray for that man. And my new little brother, who will, who we will all welcome with open arms one day, once he realizes who his real family is. Legacy isn't in the name, it's in the character of the people. It will all be quite clear soon just who's on the right side of all of this because there's no escaping what's coming. Whatever's that, coming. That's why coming. they named that baby Hakuna Matata because <laughs> he would If he's no worries for the rest of your days. You know, that that is uh, definitely taking the high road. I feel bad for his other children. Like, nigga, what? You know, the love for children, and I've said this before, it is transferable for the love that man has for the woman. Do you hate your ex-wife, ex-girlfriend, babe? I don't know if they were married, whatever the case. I'm assuming that they were married. Much? Do you hate her that much to where you don't fuck with the kids? That you go create a whole new legacy and you you literally name yourself after the new baby. Right. Like, I can't call him Junior, so I'll just change my name so he can be a junior is nuts. Yeah. I don't know about Brian McKnight. He's one of my favorite R&B singers, but that nigga is definitely wild. He's a diva also. But I do think it is a mental illness. Okay? I just hope, I just pray to God that I don't get 50 and start getting retarded. Because there's a lot of that going on, man. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. Mm, pause for Brian McKnight. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm doing the next one? Yes, bitch. I'm waiting. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you're looking at. I mean, she looking at me. I'm looking at her like, bitch, what's the name? Yeah, like, you see. Look, Tammy got this fucking mugwai little dog of hers whining while we trying to record it's so needy i can't wait to go back to the studio listen i do not know why people like frenchies they are not cute now the dog is cute because it's a dog i love animals you don't think she's cute no <gasps> close your ears bella i put her in the mirror and she like really was squirming to get the fuck out of there she didn't like it either she just scared she's not just scared she's be harassing you and she like flies at you so uh Moving on, because we're not going to talk about my child. <laughs> Prince from Love and Hip Hop Miami revealed his alleged short-lived fling with Lori Harvey. So the brother is saying that him and Lori Harvey had a thing, and it wasn't a long thing, but they did, and it's his truth to tell, and y'all can't drag him because of his truth. But it's like, why are you name-dropping name women? Yeah, he is fine. He said he said she was thick Lori Harvey when he was fucking with her. Lori Harvey obviously a real nigga because they really be out here like how people do guys. Guys. <laughs> yeah, like like I used to fuck with him. Right. They're like, I used to fuck with her. Like All they, of them. Any one of them, they're ready. And she says nothing. Nothing. She gives these motherfuckers zero energy. Never I pay you in dust. Period. I'm sorry to this man. Well. I'm sorry to this man. I do not know this man. That's the real MVP. Her mm -hmm. mama. Yeah. Okay. Marjorie Harvey. That's yes. who we need a book from. Exactly. Well, not fuck Steve, but <laughs> I mean his book was cool. But we we want to think like Marjorie Harvey. Exactly. Okay. Because 
Her fucking daughter be out here icing these niggas like they ain't shit. Right. Y'all can learn a thing or two. And they be they be in their feelings about her. For real. Like, Future, he still be rapping about her ass. Like, the fuck? And did y'all even smash? Did they even get the fuck? Lori said, I'm sorry to this man. I do not know this man. (laughs) Period. So Jay-Z is suggesting that you niggas take that 500K because this motherfucker said he has nothing extra to tell y'all that's not already in the music for 1099. Okay, why would you not take a half an M as opposed to having a, a whole um, sit down with, with Jay-Z? He's saying take the money. Like, Duh. <laughs> right. I don't want to sit down with nobody that fucking bad. I don't want dinner that bad. Right. Listen. I for I came. All I'm missing is the money. I really got all the fucking Dang. ideas. <laughs> all I need is the money. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad Jay-Z came out and said that because you niggas is dumb enough to really be like, I'm going to talk to Jay-Z instead of getting paid 500000 Right. Because he going to have knowledge that will get me to five. No. Not in a sit-down dinner. Absolutely He's not. going to give you enough 500000 $500, worth of game in a dinner. Yeah, y'all was definitely bugging. If anybody who said they want the money, I mean, who want who? Uh, anybody who said they wanted the dinner as opposed to getting the money, might have some type of mental illness. Yes, for sure. Or already rich, super. Rich. Even if I was but already I still rich, would take the five hundred. Yes, give me the five hundred k. I yeah. can do a lot with that. Even with already having, you know, M's. But if you were a billionaire, then I'd be like, oh, I'll sit down with Jay Z for dinner on my <laughs> on my boat. <laughs> Right. <laughs> but listen, this is what I want to talk about. Now, I did, this is alleged, but Dwight Howard has reportedly admitted to meeting with a man who accused him of sexual assault on social media to meet up for a threesome. And when the, when the old boy got there, it was another man who was dressed as a woman named Kitty. I saw that. <laughs> Child. And, Meow. Right. And, they want, and Dwight wanted a sexual experience with all of them, and he went with it. And it turned into a assault situation where he felt like he was held against his will and made to do things that he did not. And want he said to do. Dwight Howard went down on him. Yeah, but you know we've been hearing this stuff about Dwight for a long time. Mm-hmm. My grandma said if somebody say you smoke crack for twenty years, <laughs> you smoke it quack crack. So <laughs> if everybody's saying the same thing for twenty years, it's probably true. What's his baby mama name? Royce. Uh, mm-hmm. Royce yeah. Reed. Yeah, Royce Reed. And you know she has a son with him. Now this son has some issues. Right, he, some he could be behavior. labeled as a sexual deviant. Mm-hmm. You know, and I some of this stuff is it genetics? Is it genetics? Because this is not the first time somebody has come out and said, and I'm pretty sure he might have unpaid some money in court. That's not the first time I don't think. I feel like I've heard something like this before. Yeah, I've heard it before too. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Well, you know what? I'm all about people exploring sexually and doing what makes them happy but just don't assault nobody in the midst of it yeah that's wild as fuck that nigga is wild y'all let's get to this fucking list that's been floating around social media and you know i feel like this was created by a man Okay, I don't think some group of women, because this is what the, 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 the thing says, group of ladies make a list of places men shouldn't take them on for a first date. I'd like to know the original source of this. It says, here's a list of places women absolutely refuse to go on a first date to. And thank you to the ladies who reached out to me to help me put the list together. So I don't know who the original source is, but 
Let's go down this list right quick, Tammy. Okay. <laughs> Cheesecake Factory. I like Cheesecake Factory. Me too. Especially like happy hour. The steak Madeira is my favorite shit to get. And Appetizers are half off during happy hour. I love a Mai Tai from Cheesecake Factory. Ooh. I would never turn down a Cheesecake Factory meetup. Me neither. It just depends on like who the person is, mm-hmm. honestly. It's not about even the place, really. With any nigga. Now, second on the list is Nasty Bees. I'm not going to Applebee's with nobody. <laughs> nasty Bees. I'm about to say, I ain't never been there before. What's that? Nasty I'm, Bees. I have not been to Applebee's in a very, very, very long time. And I think it would be weird if a guy was like, "Let meet me at Applebee's. Yeah, I don't know if I'm going there either. I know they got them dollar margaritas on Tuesday. I know they got a blondie. Yeah. That's the only thing I like from Applebee's. I used to work at Applebee's. I see how that shit is prepared. We could just microwave some shit over here, baby. Like, <laughs> so. Um, Chili's. I haven't ate at Chili's in years. I, that would not be a place I would actually yeah, want to eat at. I don't. I don't subscribe to that. You hear uh, that? Can you hear her snoring? Chipotle. No, I'm not going there either. I'm not going there by myself. Olive Garden. No. The movies? I don't like that for a first date. Me either. Because we can't get to know each other. I knew a girl who went on a first date to the movies with a girl, a guy, and it would end up being a girl. What? (laughs) (laughs) It was a whole stud. Yeah, I don't suggest movies for first dates because how do you, you can't have a really have a conversation with somebody. Y'all got to sit in silence for damn near two hours. Like, that's not a good first date. Movie, I think movies is for people who are in established relationships. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, your house. I wouldn't suggest that for a first date no. either, unless it's just a fucking sneaky link up, right quick. Right you know yeah. what you're getting into. Right. That's not a date. Okay. A um, any fast food chain. I agree. Yeah. That's not for dates. Uh, Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> no, I don't eat there. Uh, Wingstop. No. Red Lobster. No. I mean, I like to... the Cheddar Bay Biscuits, but I ain't really going there either. I literally only eat the biscuits and a virgin pina colada from Red Lobster. I'll go to the bar just for that and leave. So but, I don't eat Red Lobster. But here's the thing. Lobster. I'm not going to say, like, I can't go with you to this place. I'm not going there alone. Right. So, you know, yeah, it's not just like I want to just spend up your money. And I eat Applebee's every week, but you can't take me to Applebee's? Like, no, it's not I like that. I think whoever, some people will be like that. Some of these women, they ain't going places, good places, nice places by themselves. And this is what the niggas be complaining about. Like, y'all not even eating at nice places by yourself, and then y'all... Got this whole list of places you can't be taken to. Right. Now, see, that's crazy. That's wild. But I don't eat half this shit for real. Yeah, I mean, um, a buffet, IHOP, Denny's, the gym. I'll go to the gym on the first day. Me date. too. I like that. I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, just don't be pushing me too fucking hard in here because it might not be a second date. Like, don't be coming trying to be a drill sergeant. I don't mind sir. that either. Um, Church, I ain't going. No. You going to, you going to church on the first date? No, that's not a date. You can't talk. <laughs> I used to date this nigga who went to church, right? Mm-hmm. And would always want me to go to church with him, but he wouldn't take me to his church. He wanted to take me to another church. Talk about, you know, his him and his ex-girlfriend. He used to bring his ex-girlfriend to that other church. He just didn't want people looking at him funny. Nah, nigga, I'm not going to church with you then. Right. Why I can't go to your church? Don't take me to no church. Random ass church cross town. Don't nobody know you. You cheating on your church. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Starbucks. I'll do Starbucks. Me too. Quick little meetup. Coffee date. 
Um, yeah, Starbucks, coffee dates, ice cream dates. I like ice I cream. I like ice cream. That's cool too. Yeah, I've been on an ice cream date before. I think that's really cute. Mm-hmm. Family functions? Why not? No. If somebody be like, man, come to my, we having a cookout? No. Really? Why? I don't know you. I would I'm go. Not you around I'd be liking family house shit. You mean, oh, I will go to your family function, but you can't come to mine. But this is, yeah, so he's inviting you on a first date, so it would be to. Oh, okay. Inviting yeah. to his family. Uh, I'm still weird about that. I ain't trying to meet your family. Why? Because I barely know you, nigga. Like I don't you. be caring, bitch. I'm in there. Let's slow down, baby. <laughs> uh, movie night, Netflix and chill, Hulu, mm-hmm. and et cetera. Nope. That's the same thing as your house. house yeah. Um, somewhere that requires a long drive. What? What if he want to take your ass to a vineyard or something like that for the first date? I had a first date, long drive go bad, and I had to take a Greyhound back home. <laughs> so I'm, I'm with them on that. Bitch, you got too many stories like that. Yeah, he was mad. He was mad. And bowling, me, cause I ain't bring I don't no like bowling. I always pop my fingernails. Bowling. I love bowling, so I would go on that. On the I, first I don't. Perf- I mean, I would not not go on a first date bowling. That might could be like one of. I think like you can do mini golf, bowling, like all that stuff is cute. But I'd be breaking my damn fingernails. Just bowling. don't put your fingernail in a hole. Nightclubs. I don't think that's a good first date. No, that's not a date. Um, hookah bars. Why not? Yeah, I like that. I go. Quiet little it's dark little quaint space. Absolutely. Um, a bar for just drinks. Now I don't like when a nigga be like, meet me out for drinks. Like, what are we gonna eat first? Oh, I assume they know that that come I'm not picking I'm not going to a bar that don't have food. Right. So yeah. I'm getting drinks in tapas. Waffle house. Who the fuck going on a waffle house first date, man? What's Who put wrong that with y'all? On the list? Men made this. A man made this list. And then sports events. I love Why the fuck not? Yeah, I love sporting events. Yeah. We going to see football game first day? Absolutely. I um I got dumped one time because I made a nigga miss kickoff for a football game. Damn. Yeah, we was late getting up here to Charlotte to go to a game, and that nigga was mad, dog. He would not hardly talk to me the whole time. <laughs> I remember I was in Vegas with a nigga, and he started losing, and he said it was my fault. What? Yeah. Like you bad luck? Yeah. So he had an attitude with you? Yeah. Ruined the whole trip. That's wild. Niggas is retarded. You need any reason to blame somebody why you lost all your money. So. It just might not be your day. Like right. what the fuck? It ain't got you... nothing to do with me. But I, I put uh $2 in the slot, made it five, bitch. I don't understand how you did <laughs> how you not hit. <laughs> I have went on a first date to Whole Foods before to help a nigga grocery shop. Cause he was trying to have a better diet and he know I'm like, uh, I'll count that as a date. that's a date. I mean, we went out to eat afterwards, but that's, that oh, was, okay. he picked me up like, Hey, can you go with me to whole foods? That was our first, first time hanging out. I don't cause the day started when y'all went to the restaurant. Possibly. I don't know. Anyway, I don't have a problem with some of this stuff on the list just for these fast food, low quick spots. Nah, I'm not eating there anyway. Mm-mm. I don't even uh-huh. eat chicken for some buffalo wild wings, but a nigga came up with this list and they put it online to start another said a woman, woman versus that. man bullshit. Mm-hmm. Blah, 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 blah. Right. Save it. <laughs> Say the bullshit, y'all. We're going to be right back after this break. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes. That it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots. 
the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Stephanie J. Block. And I'm Mary Lee Fairbanks. And we host Stages Podcast. Binge close to 100 episodes. Hear the inside stories from backstage and behind the scenes as we go beyond the resume and into the heart of creativity and what it really takes to be in the business of show business. Don't miss our chats with the season's Tony nominees. If you love theater and entertainment, you are going to love Stages Podcast. Subscribe to Stages Podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts and visit us at stagespodcast.net. But We Loved is a new podcast about queer history coming May 15th. I'm Jordan Gonsalves, your host. Growing up, I thought being gay was the worst thing I could ever be. The gay history I learned was tragic. Jerry had died of AIDS, and it's like, what is happening? It was survival. That's why it's called survival sex. But as I interviewed queer elders, I realized there was another history that I had never been taught— a history of courage and perseverance. I wanted to take control of my story and not be ashamed of it. And it was a history full of love. The joy we found in saying husband again and again and again was incredible. And while learning this new queer history from my elders, I realized they had so much wisdom to pass down. The key is to understanding yourself, learning to love and embrace yourself. For My Heart Podcasts, I'm Jordan Gonsalves, and this is But We Loved. Listen to But We Loved May 15th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Notorious Scott Summers hater Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course... We'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV True Crime Podcast, to live and die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All 
oldest girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I saw that um, Tyrese's ex-wife, Samantha Gibson, I don't know what her uh, maiden name is, but she was on a podcast recently, Mm -hmm. and she admits that she's willing to rekindle a relationship with Tyrese. Now, you know, Tyrese was recently on The Breakfast Club mm-hmm. and pouring out his heart about how hard the breakup was, you know, because he never got married to get divorced. He wanted, you know, not he wanted to be with his child, all these things. And I remember Jess Hilarious even re- even uh, played some audio from his ex-wife. She was talking maybe on her own podcast. I think she has a uh, podcast as well. But she was talking about like, you know, men and vulnerability and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and Tyrese was like, you know, if she knows all this, why didn't she practice that in the relationship? So we know it. He probably wasn't perfect. She wasn't perfect. And this is what she was also saying on this podcast she was on recently. But it almost made me feel like I was thinking to myself, like, damn, are women more toxic? Because this nigga literally is struggling in public because of this breakup. And now you can just casually say Mind you, he got a whole girlfriend. Mm-hmm. You know he wants to. You know he would have preferred to have stayed married. Right. But, you know, sometimes they say, like, the time apart, the breakup, the absence, make the heart grow uh, fonder and all mm-hmm. this stuff like that. Yeah, you don't put him through the courts. Yeah, you don't put him for, through the courts for the child support, all this shit still in the courts. And you talking about you would rekindle a relationship? You know everybody be calling Tyrese a narc. Is she the narc? Are women more toxic? Yeah. That's one of the questions I have. Do you think that women are more toxic than men? I know we do a a lot of manipulative shit to get a man to do what we want them to do. Uh, I think we definitely have the capability to be more toxic, but men have their ways for sure. I mean, I don't think Tyrese was a saint in all of it for sure. So, but in that... In that moment, she does definitely seems like, girl, what? Why you came on a podcast? You should call that nigga. You should call your fucking ex-husband. You should call the father of your child and, and say these things. Right. You know what I'm saying? You you sending messages to him via a podcast. In the world. And imagine him seeing that. Like, that could be confusing. He talked about how he was on antipsychotics and all this shit. Like, that shit caused him a mental breakdown. Mm-hmm. And now you can casually just say, you know, I, I might be open to that. Maybe they already been talking about it. I don't, I don't know. Well, it seemed like both of them kind of fool up and they need each other, so. <laughs> shit. I don't know. Um... I know I can be toxic. We talked about some shit last week. 
<laughs> I know I could do some toxic things. And I, in my mind, a lot of my toxic behavior is response to toxicity as opposed to just walking away. I'll just equal, I'll just one up the toxic shit. <laughs> no, I but I'm not initiating toxic shit, man, because I like to feel, <sighs> I like shit when shit is copacetic. I know some people really fucking excel in toxicity i don't i have been you know in some environments and situations <laughs> where i might have initiated some toxic behavior <laughs> for <a> dick <laughs> <laughs> yeah but it wasn't i mean it wasn't i used to pick fights with my boyfriend so we could have angry sex just so. ask him to be aggressive but he just was more aggressive. Like the aggressiveness was just more authentic when he was a little, <laughs> you know, upset. <laughs> I never liked that. Like if I'm if I'm mad, my pussy is dry. I cannot have sex unhappy. So like I'll have a fight with a nigga, and now you want to have sex? I'm disgusted. Don't touch me. Like you didn't see that tumbleweed roll past this bed, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> it's a prairie dog sitting right next to the edge of the couch. <laughs> Yeah, I, don't touch me. Like, nigga, no. And then I have had sex and, you know, ha I've had sex with somebody, like my ex, and after a fucking argument, and the nigga goes, I'm thinking we good now because we done had sex. No. You go back to yes. bed. <laughs> Immediately after he comes. I'm like, wait, what? I don't mind. Go sleep. Bye. No. Like, how you get, how you still mad after I made you come? Like, how you still angry? I'm confused. Because it's the life after the night. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. I think she dead ass wrong. Leave that fucking man alone. Right. Especially because he's in a public relationship with somebody. And here you on a fucking podcast. And you know, I don't know. Hopefully Tyrese wouldn't doesn't feed into it. I saw he's he's getting sued after that damn um last episode on the Breakfast Club. I don't know exactly what for or who he's being sued well, by. I just hope that the the two of them can find a way because they have a kid, right? Mm -hmm. to co-parent they obviously been co-parenting he pays child support i think she was trying to get an increase but, but i can't imagine that they co-parent in a healthy way right now they don't even it seems like they don't communicate right if she's talking on the podcast right. but this like this conversation wasn't really about them i just was trying to use that as an example okay of the type of toxic shit that women may do mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying like we know how to hurt our men we yeah. know what makes them fucking. We know what buttons to press. Right. You remember um, Meg Thee Stallion had them t-shirts on. It's a t-shirt that said, I make boys cry. Like, I really need that t-shirt because I definitely make a nigga cry. <laughs> I done made a nigga cry too. <laughs> it's, oh, yeah, that's bad. Just leave, man. Stop stop playing the toxic games with these men. Because see, somebody, everybody can't handle it. I can it. remember being like very hurtful. I, I hope I've already received my karma for some of that shit that I did. Looking back, I was young, you know, and I remember like I won't say which nigga, but he <laughs> cried, and I was like, "Oh, he do love me." Like, why a nigga need to cry from the him? To you love are me? a real boy. I used to be. No, bitch. I used to be. That's. I feel like I men don't be. think you love them until you cry. I really think you have to give your whole fucking soul up to these niggas for them to really think you love and care about them. So you mean to tell me these that niggas in you, made, <laughs> you made a nigga cry like, oh, he do love me? 
Yeah, that's. I remember feeling like. No, that. put some shit in your name for me. That's how I know you love me. That's how I felt that day. I was like, oh damn, he do fuck with me for real, huh? Yo, you tripping, bitch. I was in my twenties, child. I would never. I do like to see men cry, but not like, like not in a hurtful way. Why do you like, want to see them cry? I just like when a man can be vulnerable enough to cry around me. Now it's not like I want you to cry from pain. Cause it's something I cause you might be crying from right. pain that you know somebody else. Yeah, but just vulnerable enough to cry in my space. I like that. Sometimes I don't know men. I don't know. I've never been with somebody who didn't cry in front of me. So I know I'm a fucking safe space. Now when I'm done with your ass, I ain't safe. Nigga, mm. don't do shit around me. <laughs> it ain't safe. It ain't safe. It ain't safe. It ain't safe. It ain't fucking safe, dog. When I'm ready to leave that relationship. Look, shit ain't safe. I'm really trying to hurt you. <laughs> so I could be toxic, but that's not my normal setting, nigga. You created that environment. You know what I'm saying? You mm-hmm. want a loving woman? You got to talk to them nice. You have to be nice to women. Right. The Bible says man is to love his wife as Christ loved the church. It don't say nothing about women loving men. Be nice to us and you won't get nice. toxicity. But I know some bitches, you know, aside from you. I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I know, used to be, used to be like that. I'm not like that no more. I have some friends that I know they be doing shit today, 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 significant other. And I'm like, nah, bitch. I, I'm never the type of person to sit sit around. You can't come tell me you did some wild shit to somebody and I'm not going to G-check you about it. Yeah. I'm not one of them friends. Right, like, bitch, what are you doing? That's terrible. Like, that's not okay. That's terrible. I remember one of my ex-friends, she um, had called um, DSS on her people's ex-wife. And I'm like, you know, if it's a real pertinent situation, if it's like real serious, then yes. But to get a, you're not even, you're not even just fucking with this woman at this point. Now you fucking you're with fucking kids. with the child and wants it, and you don't have a child of your own at the time. She didn't, right? You're, you don't know what that system is like for children. It's deplorable. So now this girl got to go through all type of shit because you don't got her name in a, in a database involving her children, and then she got other kids aside from this one kid. That's fucked up, bitch. I'm never agreeing with that. Yeah, no, I'm never true. co-signing no fucking nasty shit like that. That's it. Like you got too much time on your hands. Very you vindictive. That far to be mean to somebody else, mm-mm. especially a baby. I ain't with yeah, it. Mm-mm. I ain't with it. I mean, I mean, yeah, we know bitches is toxic. We know. I mean, we've been through all. The, but are we more toxic than men, though? I think it's equal. I think it's like we're all human, and it's just some people are more toxic than others and it don't matter your gender do you think that sometimes men just get a bad rep you know what i'm saying like because you on this show <laughs> i don't think so i think we equal opportunity hard on them niggas i i do not be hard on niggas y'all i might be let me tell you why i think Go i might in the comments is aj hard on these niggas no i don't think i'm hard on men but i i have noticed that my guy friends they always send me clips of women doing fucked up shit they always I want me to too. they want me to disparage women but i'm a woman first and foremost i'm right. a black woman so you keep sending me shit i can send you a hundred things to the one thing you send me a black woman do you know what I'm saying? I, but I get those two, girl. It's like, why you keep sending me this? Right. Shit? I choose not to pick sides. That's the thing. I'm not saying women are worse, men are worse. On this, for, the, for the sake of this particular episode, because of this shit with Tyree's ex-wife, I was thinking that, like, damn, this is kind of fucked up. Because I don't think, reading the comments online, I don't think anybody else saw it in that way. 
But I thought it was really fucked up. Yeah, I think yeah. it's fucked up too. I thought it was really fucked up. But normally I try to stay on the middle because you got fucked up women and you got fucked up men. Like, But you see a lot of times where people get married twice. You ain't seen that? The Would they get person? divorced? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So niggas be spinning the block. Yeah, on their wife. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or on their husband. Yeah. So maybe just a little break. Y'all needed it. Mm-hmm. You know, but then what do you do with these other people you already got? It sounds to me she hasn't moved on. Tyrese has a girl, right? Ain't no way she has a nigga in her life and she's on a podcast talking about her ex-husband. Right. So she hasn't been able to move on. Or I saw other comments saying, oh, that money looking funny. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. She don't get to go to no more premieres or right. nothing. All the fun shit. Fast 20, you ain't invited. You know what I'm saying? Not Fast 20. They got a lot of them damn movies. I didn't know it was that many of them. I think I only seen like the first three chapters. I seen the first two. I was like, the last one I saw Bow Wow was in, they was like, two? I was like, damn, it's been that long? Mm. We should have a weekend where we just binge watch all the Fast and Furious no, I'm cool. and do drugs. I'm good. Okay, well, I do it by myself. I'm good on that. (laughs) Have at it. (laughs) Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes. That it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Stephanie J. Block. And I'm Mary Lee Fairbanks. And we host Stages Podcast. Binge close to 100 episodes. Hear the inside stories from backstage and behind the scenes as we go beyond the resume and into the heart of creativity and what it really takes to be in the business of show business. Don't miss our chats with this season's Tony nominees. If you love theater and entertainment, you are going to love Stages Podcast. Subscribe to Stages Podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts and visit us at stagespodcast.net. But We Loved is a new podcast about queer history coming May 15th. I'm Jordan Gonsalves, your host. Growing up, I thought being gay was the worst thing I could ever be. The gay history I learned was tragic. Jerry had died of AIDS, and it's like, what is happening? It was survival. That's why it's called survival sex. But as I interviewed queer elders, I realized there was another history that I had never been taught— a history of courage and perseverance. I wanted to take control of my story and not be ashamed of it. And it was a history full of love. The joy we found in saying husband again and again and again was incredible. And while learning this new queer history from my elders, I realized they had so much wisdom to pass down. The key is to understanding yourself, learning to love and embrace yourself, 
For My Heart Podcasts, I'm Jordan Gonsalves, and this is But We Loved. Listen to But We Loved May 15th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Notorious Scott Summers hater Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course... We'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV True Crime Podcast, to live and die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, y'all. So we're back. All right. Something else I saw recently, Tam. So Mm -hmm. do you call men daddy? I know you be saying zaddy, but you know, cause you can, you can pick your, you can't pick your father, but you can choose your zaddy, your mm. daddy. Do you call men daddy? I don't think that I do. I can't recall the time where I was just like, come here, daddy. Or maybe if it was like a sexual experience, it might've came out, but I'm not just like, daddy, pass me the remote. Like, no, this is weird. I have definitely been calling men daddy. Just like in random conversations? No, people who I'm in relationships with. So how do you say it? Maybe not. Usually it comes out during sex. Yeah. Which is weird as fuck when you think about it. But I don't call my actual father daddy. I probably started calling him daddy like in my late 20s. I call my dad. Yeah, dad or daddy. Yeah, I call my dad by his first name my whole life, basically. But the or older I got, him, he'd be like, this nigga. <laughs> Not this nigga. <laughs> yeah, my daddy name was Rome. Like, he was calling that nigga Rome. <laughs> really? By his first name? Yes. I'll never call my dad by his first name. Dad or daddy, that's it. 
but I don't have daddy issues per se. Um, why I would call a man daddy, but I've definitely call a man daddy during sex. Okay. So Monique, um, explains, uh, why she calls her husband daddy. She said, my husband, my best friend, my brother, he's had all these hats. And a lot of black women would say, why do you call him daddy? Because he's raising me. He's raising me. The 55 year old comedian said about her hubby Sydney Hicks during a podcast appearance with Janice McCall, um, the daughter of the late comedian Bernie Mac, um, per Ace Showbiz, whatever that is. Um, meanwhile, fans pointed out that Monique has classic daddy issues. I don't think I have daddy issues. Why I would call a man daddy? Well, if you're 50 years old and still getting raised, you might have some daddy issues. Yeah. Um, I don't think I call a man daddy because I need someone to raise me. It's just like a dominant figure. You know what I'm saying? Why I, it's, I just call him bae? I do bae too, but I, what I'm saying, it's not like I, I do it all the time, but I have done it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I for sure would call my ex daddy. Anytime I call a nigga daddy is I'm being condescending when they're telling me what to do. Thanks, dad. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, dad. So you don't be like, oh, daddy, during sex? No. Oh. Ooh, daddy. <laughs> That's God. What's the psychology behind it? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know because I think if I start saying, I start thinking about my dad, it's just going to sound See, weird. That, but I, like I said, I didn't usually even call my daddy daddy, my actual daddy daddy. <laughs> Growing up, mm-hmm. so I have a daddy. I have a daddy, but I wasn't calling Call another man, a grown man, daddy until I started having, you know, Six. yeah. That's wild to me. I think it's empowering to the man. No, like I, I don't know why. Maybe I do it because the man likes it. Mm. Do men even like that? I think so. Y'all, tell us. If you're a man, I don't have somebody like tell me to come to on daddy's daddy? dick before. Ugh. <laughs> ugh. I'm about to throw up. Come on. Ugh. No. Get. <laughs> Get out of here. Yeah, but bitch, uh, I don't need to be raised by nan nigga. Like, you're my husband. You're not my dad. Like, I'm not being raised um, by a man that I'm intimate with. Right. So the the connotation behind daddy is different. You know what I'm saying? It's not, I'm not calling him like my father. My father. Might as well. No. <laughs> Come on, my father's dick. Oh, oh shit. No, shut up. Make my stomach hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch. That's what it sound like to me. Don't do it. Don't say that. Maybe I'll try to refrain, but it's almost like trying to stop saying nigga. Like it's hard Mm-mm. because it's not like something I do often, but I definitely be doing it. Like I was definitely doing it this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> why can't you come tailgate? Why you wear that tailgate because you was in there hollering at your daddy. <laughs> Yuck. Ew. Uh, what's next, bitch? Moving on before I lose my uh- <laughs> Look, okay. This is some other relationship shit, which I know I'm guilty of not doing. Do you take time in between relationships for yourself? I take too much time. It's been (laughs) seven years. So 
Yes. But do situationships count? It's not, that's not a relationship to me. If you consistently seeing somebody, like, okay, you stopped fucking with this person today, and then now you consistently seeing somebody else. I don't be consistent with nobody, so I can't say that. But do you be having sex? Nope. This bitch, a fucking liar. Not no more. <laughs> I stopped that in 20, uh, right before the pandemic. I ain't seen the penis since COVID. So there. Bitch. <laughs> So what the do you mean? You right. tell. Do I do I what like serial monogamous with someone? Mm-hmm. No, you know that I don't. Yeah, I don't take um, long enough breaks, and it's not that I'm talking. You don't. <sighs> it's you will have a daddy real quick. <laughs> <laughs> a new daddy real quick. You know, and be I all used... out with them, be going to bringing them to the things. I'd be like. Oh, okay. So this young Why nigga. Why not? Why not? Boys, I, Let me tell you, I am a real Gemini, bitch. And I'm going to do this shit probably until the day I die. I'm a Gemini. <laughs> you be locked in. It is not really locked in. It's just like, um, why not, bitch? I have, I have chose the wrong relationships too many fucking times, right? And you stay there for too long. Why not hop around until until it works? I will hop around, but I don't just I don't I don't move around with them though. Mm. Not like that, nigga. You was my homie until mm. further notice. Mm. Well, I guess I could take a little breaky break. The longest break I've the longest time I've ever actually refrained from having sex because that's really what I I feel like a break is not fucking. Mm-hmm. Okay, is one year. That's good. Like, other than that, I've never just refrained from having sex, like, on my own personal recognizance, just not fucking. Mm-hmm. Just once in so life. So, let's not do it for the rest of the year. Well, I had said that, you know, a couple months ago that mm-hmm. I was done for the year, for 2023. Me too. And I, I had a good run, but then I kind of slipped on banana peel. <laughs> <laughs> and landed on some dick. Yeah, I did. Yeah, it the happens. same old dick from before that I had left. Alone. And see, that's the thing. I don't really be having new dick. Yeah, you be recycling. I be recycling the same niggas. Like, I feel like maybe I've been with these niggas in another life. No, you be sprinkling in some new ones. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be a little, sprinkling of some new ones. It's a little razzle dazzle on some new shit every now and then. I ain't gonna lie. Who this nigga? Who this fuck? <laughs> I be trying, man. Shit rough out here. The new ones don't never last though, and then you go back and try to suck. make it work with some old shit. Mm-hmm. I'm about to be by myself though. Me too. Watch. Me too. I am. So I'm gonna try real right hard now. to be alone. Get my downtime. In between breakups. I guess I I don't consider, like, stop talking to a new nigga. I don't consider that a breakup, though. Like, it's not a breakup until it's, like... Done. Yeah, some years you've been fucking with somebody and y'all break up. Anything else is just, like, we stop talking. Like, Am I wrong that I done went to STK four times since the bitch opened in Charlotte because <laughs> everybody wanted to take the bitch? No. That's just dating, right? Yeah, that's that's what dating is. The servers and the waitresses be looking at me like, damn, bitch. <laughs> like it here. Like, nah, this is where these niggas want to go. Y'all just open. Oh, I didn't realize there was not an STK in Charlotte. No, it just opened. When? Like two weeks so ago. So everybody done with State 48 now? 
Just probably till Christmas. I've never even been to State 48. Maybe I need to Oh, yeah. There. Y'all should go. It's really, really good. Take myself there. STK, oh, yeah. I, uh, when I went with the girls, I ordered. I was like around on me. And it was just me and Janae. It was $100. For what? How many rounds? We had, How two, many drink- we had two cocktails each. Four drinks, $100 at STK? Mm-hmm. Nah, I need a nigga to go. Yeah, that's why I ain't going I'm back. I'm glad like I'm not that. a man. I'm glad I'm not a man, bitch. Like, you really got to always have money as a man. Yeah. It's hard on y'all <laughs> brothers. We love y'all. We appreciate y'all. Yeah, man. Keep getting that check. Yeah. Bitches come with it. <laughs> right. You never, you'll never lose. You can lose a lot of money chasing bitches, but you'll never lose bitches chasing money. Absolutely. That's for sure. Mm. I got to stop calling us bitches. Women. Some of y'all be bitches, though. Hell yeah. But Some of y'all were raised by bitches. Some of y'all are literally sons of bitches. Right. Bitches is out here. So. What do you think about titles? I, I'm scared of them. All my committed relationships, I got an ultimatum to be in them. Swear to God. You really the boy. I be the boy a lot of time. Hmm. I be scared. It be, a nigga be like, what are we? Like, if you don't want to be serious, then we just got to end. I'm like, damn. The last person I asked that to, I said, you want to be my boyfriend? And he was like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, I am dating. I'm dating for marriage or whatever. Like, you know, we had a whole episode on dating with purpose and what that even exactly fucking means, whatever. But uh, he was like, yeah, but he wants to court me more. And my idea of courting, multiple men can court me at the same time. You can't think that you're just courting me mm-hmm. and I'm not date because courting and dating is the same thing, no? I thought courting was like dating exclusively. But if no, if I say you want to, if I ask you if you want to be my boyfriend or if you ask me, hey, I want you to be my girl, I want to lock in, that is dating exclusively. Oh. No. I thought that came before boyfriend and girl. See, we don't. I don't even fucking Niggas know the rules know of the no shit. No more. And I feel like, listen, I'm gonna be forty years old next year. I don't want no fucking boyfriend what at would, forty. Would you want to go from dating to engaged? Yes, nigga. Like, why are we? Let me tell you. I I feel like when you in your twenties, early thirties, like you may fluctuate and start changing. We already who the fuck we gonna be? Mm-hmm. So if you meet me, this is me, and it's probably gonna be me for the next 20, 30 years. Why not? Just do the thing and see if it fucking work. If it don't, we just break up. Now, I'm not saying like get into a marriage, but we can get into a committed situation because single AJ and committed AJ is two, two different people. What's the difference? Just one dick. That's the only difference. Yes, but I am also entertaining other people. I'm not just talking. I might just be having sex with you, one person, mm-hmm. right? But I'm still actively dating. I'm still hanging out with other men. I'm lying to you, though. I'm going to be honest on the show and say, you have to lie to these niggas. Like, men get turned off thinking you talking to other people. But if you don't want to lock in with me, if I ask you, I'll be right? telling them. I mean, I have to. I feel like I lying is so exhausting. So I just got to the point where I just be honest. Like, nigga trying to see me. I'm like, oh, I got plans tonight. No, that, right. But I'm the person you having sex with, you can't always tell them that, hey, I'm dating other people. She but you me? should assume that if she you ain't trying me? to be in a relationship with me. If you just, you think you just want to court me some more. What the fuck is that? Right. That says single. That says I'm free to move about the country. So when I start acting in that way, don't trip. I agree. 
I agree. So I, at this age, I don't want no fucking boyfriend. I do. I don't want no boyfriend. I'm ready. I don't want a I'm boyfriend. I'm tired of being outside. Come get me. I want a husband. I don't want a boyfriend. I want to go from single to dating to boyfriend to husband. That's, what, that's the way I want it to go. And I want it to happen fast. Within a year, right? I don't know. I need maybe two years because I need a year to plan my engagement. I want to have a big ass shindig. All y'all invited. If you listening to this episode, you my plus one. 3,000, 4,000. <laughs> <laughs> That's like this girl I know, and I used to work with her, the company I used to work with. I know you probably seen this video. When her and her husband got married, she bought that nigga a yacht. Did you see that? It went viral. No. She bought him a fucking yacht. Oh, yeah, yeah, yacht. yeah. I saw that. I was like, yo, this, how do I Yes, I want to be that. I yeah, be absolutely. Because what do you get a man who has everything? You know what I'm saying? I was just like, I'm going to get my nigga a boat. I mean, it's just like financing a home. Yeah. People think this stuff is unattainable, but it's just another bill. Mm-hmm. If y'all got the income. Right. Shit. I'm going to buy my husband a boat if that's what he wants. I don't think I'm going to buy I do want a Van Dutch yacht, uh, but not, not like a big, this is a big dumbass. I've seen it. Yacht. Million mm-hmm. dollars. I'm, Easy. Yeah, I want that. The maintenance on something like that, like the gas, to the have crew? somebody charter it. You. Yeah, I'm trying to be She like did that. what she needed to do, go viral. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they still got the yacht. It's ours till Friday, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes. That it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Stephanie J. Block. And I'm Mary Lee Fairbanks. And we host Stages Podcast. Binge close to 100 episodes. Hear the inside stories from backstage and behind the scenes as we go beyond the resume and into the heart of creativity and what it really takes to be in the business of show business. Don't miss our chats with the season's Tony nominees. If you love theater and entertainment, you are going to love Stages Podcast. Subscribe to Stages Podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts and visit us at stagespodcast.net. But We Loved is a new podcast about queer history coming May 15th. I'm Jordan Gonsalves, your host. Growing up, I thought being gay was the worst thing I could ever be. The gay history I learned was tragic. Jerry had died of AIDS, and it's like, what is happening? It was survival. That's why it's called survival sex. But as I interviewed queer elders, I realized there was another history that I had never been taught— a history of courage and perseverance. I wanted to take control of my story and not be ashamed of it. And it was a history full of love. The joy we found in saying husband again and again and again was 
incredible. And while learning this new queer history from my elders, I realized they had so much wisdom to pass down. The key is to understanding yourself, learning to love and embrace yourself. For My Heart Podcasts, I'm Jordan Gonsalves, and this is But We Loved. Listen to But We Loved May 15th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Notorious Scott Summers hater Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course... We'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV True Crime Podcast, to live and die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Dumb bitch stories. You are so dumb. Because we've all been a dumb bitch at least once or twice. All right, y'all. So we're back. And we do have a dumb bitch story today, Tam. Yeah. And it's a juicy one, child. I read it. Okay, let's hear it. Uh, it's iffy. All right, so this is from one of our... Instagram friends, it says, hey, AJ and Tam, I've officially been a married dumb bitch for two years now. My supposed husband has been sleeping with the mother of his two kids the entire time I've known him. I wish I could say I didn't know prior to marrying him, but I did. He and I have been together now for a total of three, almost four years, but I was basically pregnant most of year one. Okay, so it's not like she got pregnant immediately. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I had caught him cheating with her in the beginning, but I didn't leave, especially after we got pregnant. Now he's blatantly with both of us, and I feel like I I was forced into a poly situation. (laughs) I love... 
I love him so much and he does take really good care of me and his other family, but this was never the life I wanted for myself and it causes me lots of mental anguish. I felt like I had one up on her because he actually married me, but as of lately, he's been spending more time away from his family, away from, excuse me, he's been spending more time away from this family. Mm. And I'm disgusted with myself, but I feel like I can't leave because I am financially dependent on him at this point. I'm embarrassed to tell my family what I've been going through because if I do leave, I will need help. What do y'all think I should do? Damn. That's a hard one. Girl, eggs is $8 out here, bitch. If you ain't had to buy them, you'll know. Shit right. kind of rough, kind of sketchy. Exactly. Do you have a supplemental nigga? <laughs> right. Not a supplemental nigga. <laughs> I don't, I, you know, cause are, they're married. They're married. I so really she could get alimony if she divorced him. Really like telling women to leave their husbands. But if you say it's causing you great mental anguish, you need to be mentally stable to take good care of your child. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, you got to figure out what that looks like for you. Now I ain't going to say just run out on the bag right now because you're going to have to take a pebble, put a pebble aside, put a pebble aside until you can really afford to get out of here. Cause right now this economy is not set up for you to just jump, jump with a kid, right. With a kid like that. Mm. So I be I be questioning like what bitches really mean being taken care of. Cause a lot of motherfuckers be, these niggas be having these women in some sketchy ass situations and it's probably better than what they could have done on their own. Mm -hmm. So they feel like it's like being taken care of. But girl, like I need to know, I need some pictures. Right. How well are you? (laughs) Like her page private. So I ain't trying to add her as a friend (laughs) to see, but I want to see what she loving. Like, like I want to see. Right. Is there a boat? (laughs) There's a boat. Just, just is there an au pair? Yeah, right. For your nan, a nanny. Yeah, like maybe you can get some time off to where you could clear your head and maybe come up with some type of plan, uh, some type of plan strategically uh, to yeah. leave mm-hmm. if possible. I don't know. I mean, we talk about open poly, all that shit on this show all the time, and it's like it's. The pick is the slim. Right. The pick like, is the slim. Out here is nasty single. All right. You might leave and get with someone who cheat on you and can't take care of you. Exactly. So I don't know, girl. I don't got no good answer for that one. <laughs> Me, this rough. The way this the rent. And I just got scammed, bitch. Oh, can I come and live with y'all? <laughs> like, is your nigga looking for a new uh, wife? <laughs> I'll, I'll be y'all all pair. <laughs> So I don't know. I all I will say is don't just jump ship fast. Make a very strategic decision about how you gonna move if you are gonna move. Because I wonder if she I got have. access to the money too. You know what I'm saying? Like some dudes, they'll take care of you, but they, but they give you exactly what you need. Dibbing it out. That's why I said take mm-hmm. a pebble, put it to the side. Keep putting your pebbles to the side, baby. I don't know. Mm. Cause you don't want to be out here. Mm. Like me giving your cash app on the podcast because she <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> like, don't get we talk back caught up in your bullshit, <laughs> bitch. This is this is for entertainment purposes only, bitch. Don't <laughs> look psych. <laughs> Damn, I don't know, man. I definitely don't be telling people to leave day people because I know I have dealt with some shit from men. Okay, like having babies, all type of shit, man. All a relationship is is how much you can deal with from somebody else, but you do not want to lose yourself to anyone. 
right? And you have somebody else aside from yourself to think about. Is he a good father? Um, you might have to consider that too. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So right now it sounds like she's lonely and her brain has more time to wonder because he's not around. Right. Right. He's with the, this other woman that who never went anywhere. And here's the th thing. If she gets her a side guy and she gets caught, he might get rid of her. Thanks all together. Mm -hmm. This is not fair. It's not. Bitch, you got to get your check up. That's the only way to get out of a lot of situations. You got to get your money up. Mm -hmm. You got to get some fuck you money. And, and shit, you having your own might make him start acting right. Because right now he knows he has your ass in a jammy zone. But and you ain't going nowhere. He never had to act right. She said that he was cheating on her before, you know. But I wonder what made him mar marry her in particular. Yeah. And not the other woman. Message but now you girl, over there. You listening to this. We want some more details. I know. Bitch, come on the show. Right. <laughs> Spill the tea. Look, we got $5 for you. I ain't got for shit your, for you, baby. For right your now. getaway fund. I ain't got shit for you right now, baby. <laughs> I add you to my GoFundMe mm -hmm. if, I, if I do one. I don't know. Relationships are hard, man. Relationships are so, so fucking hard. It's so hard to deal with people outside of yourself. Sometimes it's hard to do with your motherfucker. That's what I was about to say, man. You gotta make sure you can do it yourself first. That's that might be the gist of this, of this whole episode. No, the gist of this episode <laughs> is y'all send something to my cash app. They coming for me. <laughs> they gonna come and be my ass. You stupid. No, for real. Like bitch, you need some goddamn self-awareness because why the fuck you ain't doing your damn due diligence before sending somebody that type of money? I this was it went through someone that I trusted that I've done successful business with several times before. That is the that is the only reason why. I wouldn't just go for this had I not had this experience with this person several times before. I was just telling somebody that over the weekend, like people literally have scam Bibles. They they stay abreast on the newest scams and they actually compile this data and they sell it to scammers. It's yeah. like a real thing. You know, because the more people scam, the more like technology, they come mm -hmm. up with things to counter the scam. So mm -hmm. you gotta, like you gotta Relevant. continue to continue an education on scamming. Yeah. <laughs> well, they got my ass mm -mm. Sometimes a lot of, if it's too good to be true, sometimes it is. It's this just too good it to be true. was too good to be true. Mm -mm. And I mm -hmm. said, mm -hmm. buy me mm -hmm. a pack mm -hmm. of noodles, friend. I got you, man. I got lunch. So she can't bitch. give you five dollars, bitch. I need it. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, I'm laughing about it, but I'm really feeling the way I ain't gonna lie. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. So that cash app is Tam's vanity with the money sign in the front. Yo, anyway, y'all. <laughs> if y'all wanna help this bitch, please hit her up. Okay. Just just know that it's outside of this podcast. This is not my fucking GoFundMe on over here. Where the fuck it is, bitch. <laughs> shame. Shame, shame, shame. But listen, if you enjoyed this episode, tune in every Thursday on the iHeartRadio app, wherever the fuck you get your podcast at. This is your co-host, AJ Holiday. Y'all follow me now if you won't get on. Kick it, Tam. They already got your fucking cash app, bitch. Relax. <laughs> I ain't gonna say it no more. <laughs> y'all, I love y'all. And if anything happened to me, <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> Just know that my love was real for y'all. Okay, y'all remember to speak now. 
And never hold your peace. <laughs> or, or your money and send it to the motherfuckers. You don't know. <laughs> Bye. Bye, y'all. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Hello! Clam comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season show us big risk can yield big rewards. Like Rob Riley, the creative head of one of the world's leading advertising firms. I try to create environments where anybody can say anything without any judgment. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.